Hi, welcome back hey. to the podcast, which is now in a visual medium. Yeah, it's a uh, visual medium. You know who else is doing visual mediums? Oh, wait, first we are Mean oh, Girls Interrupted. We are. We're Mean Girls Interrupted, a movie review podcast. A the, movie, yes. The movie review podcast. The only movie review podcast that yeah. you care about and yeah. love and could uh, ever hope for. Yeah. With two entrancing personalities. Yeah, so... Uh, I present to you, Travis. Yeah, that hi. <laughs> and me, John. John. And we are on the internet still. If you know, you know. Yep, we're still <laughs> on the internet. I feel like we have some some uh, hangers on of, of back in the day, like I old think, subscribers who have carried over. I think so. I hope so. I would like to think that some people who really enjoyed us then are enjoying us. Yeah, who knows? It's almost like they de they're deliberately not engaging with us like via email or comments or anything like that as like a joke, like an inside joke. Well, the, the <laughs> joke's on us then because I don't think it's very funny. I mean, either. <laughs> uh, so like, comment, follow, subscribe, rate, five Re stars, review, and send um, us an email. Yeah, you know, it would help us out a whole lot, but you know, we don't really want it or care. It's fine. No, we, no, we do. Mean Girls Interrupted <laughs> at gmail.com. Send us an email. We love yeah, that. Also, we do love it. Follow us on Instagram at Mean Girls Interrupted, where I have been slacking. No, I think it's good to take a little bit of a back burner for some time. Yeah. Well, it was a little difficult because I was like, how am I going to make memes of waiting to exhale? And I was thinking I could have done something with the uh, fire car, car the cigarette. car on fire. Yeah. But uh, then also they, she didn't use gasoline. She used like the barbecue lighter fluid, right? The kerosene. <clears throat> yeah. Which I thought was a very good detail. Yeah. So do I. She was like, barbecue, all of these clothes. <laughs> yeah. So go back and watch our Waiting to Exhale video that, yeah. that was out last week. Yes. And uh, this week, we're talking about uh, the prestige animated film, Marcel, Marcel the, the Shell, Shell with, with shoes on. on. <laughs> it. <laughs> um, starring Jenny Slate as Marcel. Which, which I didn't weird. realize that she was Marcel, but also she was, I was like, who is the voice? Because this is really great. A very good, <clears throat> sorry, a very good, high quality, emotionally driven acting performance through like the craziest voice. Right. And also through like animation, but like also real life. It was like, it was cool. It was almost like a who framed Roger Rabbit with stop frame animation. It kind of was. Yeah. In like a Silver Lake $2 million house. Right. It it yes. was an it was a nice house in LA. Yeah, an Airbnb no less. It's like first How much is that Airbnb even going for? What is the rate? Right. And he was like I'm staying here until I find another place, which we'll get yeah. into because I think we need to first we need to oh, talk down. about the stats. Yeah, we're statting it up right now. Statting it up. <laughs> here we go. This is the segment called Statting It Up with Mean Girls Interrupted. <laughs> and uh, it's called Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. What if it was Marcel the Shoe with Shells On? Honestly? No. I would watch that too. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Marcel the Shoe with Shells On? All oh, you know what? Puka Shells. Yes, it's a Puka yeah. Shell necklace. 
It's just a shoe. It's a shoe wearing puka shells. <laughs> Uh, do you remember those tiny shell necklaces terrible I, uh, yeah i'm so glad they're gone it's a very like justin timberlake it's very brink that disney movie brink uh, do you remember it was no. about rollerblading and it was all- oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> brink that's 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 what it was giving if there's anything more 90s than a rollerblade i would like to know um i had a i had a rollerblade birthday party you did? Yeah, it wasn't my idea. And I like your reaction of like, you did? Because <laughs> I am not I am not that kind of a girl. Never was. But one of my friends in my class was like, oh, it's, are you going to have a birthday party? I'm like, it's over the winter break. So probably not. Because I never did. And so um, in the, this is fourth grade. We're going back. And so, uh, and he was like, oh, you should have a, a party at the park and have like a rollerblade party. And I was like, Okay. You had a, John, you want to know what's really impressive about this is you had acquired a party planner at grade four. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you set it up and I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. You you do all of the work. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like that was it. It's either that or I'm totally making this up and it was their rollerblade party that they invited me to. No, I don't think so. I think it was your rollerblade party. Okay, it's hard to confirm nor to die because that person is uh, dead now. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh, I remember. I remember you telling me. <laughs> yeah. John, uh, um, his name was very unique. Oh, we can't say it on, on We're the not air. going to. His it name was, was a, very unique. Yes, we can't conjure the dead here on the podcast. No, we're not going to. Rest in peace. I remember you R. told I. me P. he was like your best friend too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, now times. I am. Now you are. <laughs> <laughs> this was Damn. pre-Travis. Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah. Um, wow. I I did not time. realize that that was him. Excellent rollerblader. Excellent well, rollerblader. I remember being at this rollerblade party with um, my older brother's rollerblades because I had skates. Oh, I'm, John, you should have just rocked the skates, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I wanted to be cool. But uh, you mean, would have been way cooler in them I would skates. Have, I, I would have been ahead of my time and sorely made fun of. Oh, true. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, I did. The- I did wear those same exact skates. They had neon green wheels. They were black with neon green wheels because my mom had taste. Your mom did. John, those <laughs> sound amazing. They, did. they were pretty cool in hindsight. But I loathed, I loathed them because <sighs> my brothers had the rollerblades and I didn't. Um, but I mean, I took the, I took those skates and learned how to use them at another birthday party, um, at, at a rink, right. With all sure. the, the crazy lights and shit. Sure. And everybody had rollerblades and rented the rollerblades and I had roller skates and I taught myself how to roller skate at that birthday party. And so many people came up to me and were like, oh my gosh, your skates are so cool. And I was like, oh, get away from me. John, can I can I tell you you just brought back a memory of a roller rink? And I don't know if I ever told you this, but when I was in rehab, we had an activity activity day. No. And we a bunch of imagine a bunch of addicts 
getting into <laughs> getting into a van a lot of us uh-huh. going to a roller rink and we were there for like two hours john Amazing. i hadn't put skates on in forever it was so hard in the beginning did you have blades or skates skates they had no roller blades it was a skating rink and wow i had to reteach my giraffe body how to skate because i'm too tall john imagine if you don't have a low there. center of gravity you're done john i was at like i i don't even know how many feet i was wow. tall probably close to seven feet in those skates because you know how tall they are yeah john, i was living where you're like this was, is so amazing john i was living <laughs> i was like finally i'm out of the stupid rehab center and i was skating uh, i mean it's just I mean, that, that is kind of like... And then it was back to rehab. <laughs> right. But I mean, it is like an added sense of freedom because that's like the appeal of like skating. It's like you're gliding, you're flying, you're doing the thing, you're going super faster than walking. John, right. And then yeah. once you get the hang of it and you're just flying around that skating ring... You do ring, find a groove, right? Right. And I, John, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I always find the groove though, um, like too late. You know what I mean? Right. It so is. Like, it's like all our time is almost up. Right. And I'm just barely getting the hang of it and enjoying it and not falling over and teetering. And then they're like, okay. That's because <laughs> that's what's so weird about a skating rink is like you literally pay by like the hour. So you have yeah. only enough time to get the groove and then it's over. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I got to go back to a skating rink. I got to go back to rehab. <laughs> 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 great we'll see we'll see each other there we'll go together honestly let's go at media let's just go for funsies just for funsies but we're not making light of people who go to rehab and recover i am i was there <laughs> You're like i can i can i was you there. do have license for sure no i'll make fun of every one of you horse listen i was there and i was one of you i still am it's not it's nothing it's yeah. whatever, but we are not making light. If you do have a problem and you need to seek help, you absolutely should PSA. Yeah. Also do the equine therapy. I hear it's great. Oh, I've never heard of such things. It's where you pet a horse. Uh, uh, or something. I'll, I'll go find a llama. <laughs> oh, that'd be even better. John, I got to pet and feed a llama. It was so fun. It was so cute. They have the dirtiest teeth. Oh, you know what I thought you said? Uh, what? I thought you said... I got to pet a fetal llama. No. <laughs> a fetal llama. A fetal llama. I'm all like up in. I was like, how does this go? What kind of glove did you have to wear? This? Yeah. yeah. Hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> just, it's a magical experience. Right. Uh, no. So, That'd be such like a rich person thing to do. It's like honestly, like oh, we went to oh, yeah, we went to Morocco. <laughs> we went and we fetal petted, llama petting. <laughs> we petted a fetal llama. It was magical. Yeah, it was right. in utero. In utero. Honestly, for real. Had it big was crowning. It was crowning. We just got to pet its little <laughs> the top of its little head. It's coming out feet first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and little little hooves were uh, uh, delightful. They were darling. so adorable. Yeah. Sorry, what were we doing? <laughs> um. So Marcel, the show with shoes on. <laughs> Everyone, this is what we do. <laughs> uh, Marcel, the show with shoes on. Specs stats. Um, so it is written and then directed by Dean Fleischer Camp. 
who <clears throat> I believe did the original, this is from a YouTube sort of short video series. I was wondering, John, because I was like, okay, because they're using these YouTube videos and I noticed some people were blurred out in them. And I was like, this has to be, yeah, this has to be, he started this and then it blew up. Yeah, it was also, Jenny Slate is the original Marcel voice the little tiny shell with shoes on she was the original even in the youtube back in the day back in, in the, the day. youtube why did i say yes. it like an back in the youtube days ew but it, it was like it's an old school thing we're going That's back cool. i didn't know this i'm like, gonna be honest i didn't know this yeah 12 or 13 years ago it's been so it was like a, a darling little gem on the internet um, i would say because it is freaking darling yeah, and also still really well done. And you get little clips of these original videos to pay homage to it. And I guess they pitched this whole idea to A24 and they were like, you know what? We need to win an Oscar in the animation category. Honestly, A24, <laughs> A24 has to be truly one of the best production companies out there right now. Um, They're a distribution company, which is weird. Oh, they don't do, pro they're not they producing? Do, they do that as well. But, but they distribute mostly. I think it's mostly acquiring and distribution or something. Or if they get in, the, I feel like if they get in on the ground with a project, um, they do that. And it's very much like marketing, branding. It's all in an effort to distribute. And they, gotcha. have, they have great marketing strategies. Well, then they, do they not produce? Who <clears throat> they do, they do produce, but it's like, you know. Wait, no, correct me if I'm wrong. Did they do x did they they produce, did they, they produced did. it or distributed i think they did both okay because i'm like but I, I feel like on the production side it's more like co-financing with another company yeah um things John, like that you have no idea sitting here and i know you feel the exact same way i cannot wait for maxine i yeah am tired of waiting i it has to come out <laughs> It's going to be a while. The X <clears throat> and Pearl, like, come on. If you, I know we're talking about Marcel, but if you yeah. if you guys out there yeah. have not watched X and have not watched Pearl, you are we'll truly have to, We'll have to do, out. like, as soon as we'll have to, like, re-release our X and um, Pearl episodes together. We will. I am, I am obsessed with Pearl. Yeah. I think Pearl is a masterpiece. It's, it is. It is a masterpiece in horror, yeah. dude. It is truly, and I, for all of you out there who think it's overrated, I don't get it. I don't know how. Do people think it's overrated? Yes, I've read people who think what? it's overrated, and I'm like, dude, what? This is no, like shoot. it was snubbed for the Oscar. John, this, it is, it is, an elevated. This isn't just your run of a mill horror. Like X, you're getting your slasher. X is so good though. I love X, but Pearl is this elevated um, word that just I would I what I've been calling it in my mind and beforehand before it came out. So I've always had the goal in my like weird egotistical mind to always be like, my goal as a writer is to write prestige horror. John. And this is prestige horror. It truly is. Sorry, I did that. That's our love letter to but also, and Pearl and Maxine. And to tie it back to A24, like um, Prestige Horror, uh, Hereditary, also snubbed for Best Actress. Right. Uh, Tony Collette is amazing. And I think she's very popularly online 
noted as being snubbed for the Oscar that year. It was a Here, great, great story. Here's the thing, and then we'll, and then we'll get back to Marcel because we are talking yeah. about my issue. This is my only issue, and we'll talk about horror. Is horror never? I don't understand why it doesn't have its own category or people who are in horror do not know. get the recognition because I'm not joking to be because convincing. It's seen, because it's seen as schlocky. It's seen as, as sensational. Um, it's also like people wince at it. It's hard. It's uh, a, people. Are you joking? Saving Private Ryan was so incredibly violent and gory and it still won everything well so was 1917 and so right. was um um beyond but, the western front or whatever they're not getting the recognition like you're gonna wince at anything it's like why are you wincing i want to go to a movie it's, it's and a I... stigma for against horror and i think there is this movement even mia goth mom mom we mother, love mother mia goth is on the record uh like sort of indicting that whole idea that people overlook um or they judge horror in a different cat like they don't it's not doesn't doesn't get its recognition obviously. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i truly think to be convincing in horror you have to be at, you have to be talented especially yeah. when you're tony collette and you're mia goth also writing like, just to go you into have to it write a good horror writing horror is extremely difficult and it's it's not i mean it's a writing i think is really hard no matter what but i, I can't do it <laughs> with i mean anybody can do anything they put their mind to obviously but like writing is really hard writing movies is tough and it it's like with horror you always have to root the horror element of it all into a theme which is gotta be the metaphor, like if it's a creature or a supernatural entity or a um, serial killer, a slasher, that big bad has to tie in logically and fluidly and consistently into the theme uh, all throughout the script. If it's a metaphor, it's gotta really be, it can't deviate at all. There's all these rules that you have to do. And it's all, it's so hard to subvert and make elevated now because horror has been done so much, but Pearl does a great job at a slasher. And yes, it does. And also just like takes these really like the technicolor aspect of it. That's such a great choice to do. And it's just having fun. It's they're doing old world cinema and um, they did such a good job. I recently rewatched it. Did you? Yeah, I did. I love it. And I, I'll never forget the scarecrow scene. It is so, John, that it is so unhinged. But it's also very character building. It is. And here's the thing about it is like, what I love so much about Pearl is like, you are watching the decline of someone mentally. And there's yeah. nothing they can do because they're in a situation where there's a, a their family's dying. They're or they're not dying. Her dad is sick. All of these she was though. Elements. I don't think that she's a victim of her circumstance. I don't think I she is. You, she. I think, I think she, she was born with like a predisposition. She and, might have been. And that her parents is parents do. The mom understands it. The mom does know. The mom understands it, and uh, and but yeah. Anyway, so um, I'm sorry, my neighbor. If you can hear pounding, is I can exer exercising in her exercise room. Oh. On, on a treadmill. Oh. So it's like 
thunk, 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 thunk. <laughs> so uh-huh. talk about a real horror as having noisy neighbors. <laughs> but um, anyway, Marcel, the shell with shoes on. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. We had to just we it's uh we get off give the rails a, a bit. We give us give a break. Us, if you give us one, if you give us one inch to talk about Mia Goth. We're going to take the mile it's all over because <laughs> yeah. we really are obsessed with Mia goth. It's not, it's not even, uh, we need to find a way to have her on the show for sure. John, I would just, I just want to sit there with her. I like, I just want to sit. She lives her. in Pasadena with Shia LaBeouf, I believe. So, I mean, I it wouldn't be were, a stretch for me to go. I over thought there. they were divorced. Are they divorced now? I could have swore that they were separated. Oh, you know, I don't keep up. So you're probably right. I th- I only keep up with specific ones. And I think that yeah. they might be separated. But <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Marcel the Shell with Oh, my God. On, yes. Let's starring do it. Jenny Slate. Jenny this, Slate. And also, Jenny Slate. All you need to know is Jenny Slate as Marcel, which is a little tiny boy uh, as a shell with shoes on, who has one eye glued into its little Yes. And a mouth that it talks through, and uh, Marcel is sassy, knowledgeable, and very like, knowledgeable, uh, alarmingly witty, and great vocabulary. Shady a little bit too. It's, oh, very shady, and also a thief. A thief, but a, a cast, pocket casts great shade. It's a very good characterization for an animated little tiny shell with shoes on i, it I truly might say. Is. well yes it is because it's like the shell doesn't know anything about this world and it's learning things as it goes and it's trying to survive and it's yeah. just but i love like the jenny slate like writing of it or like i don't know if she was ad-libbing yeah. or what but it's like i also thought is this ad-lib because this is good if it is i feel like they did some ad-libbing for sure and jenny slate is a writer on this by the way yeah so, mm-hmm. um but jenny slate characterization of marcel it's like yeah it's this innocent little thing that is naive and doesn't know a whole lot but at really unexpected moments like cuts deep to the reality of things john i was like i'm not joking it's so insightful in moments and i was like how like how is it i love it it's a it was really good because like isabella rossellini is the grandmother man did you know that while you were listening man no i didn't Isabella Rossellini is also can we I have to say this the <laughs> fact that her accent comes from the garage is hilarious yes, yes they acknowledge the accent and how they have different accents and she's like yeah she has an accent because she comes from the garage yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and it just shows how small their world is their world is so small but it's so funny yeah it's really good um this also stars um let's see here a leslie stall of 60 minutes as leslie stall right 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 <laughs> which is so funny and uh so i did watch this with with my partner yeah and um uh a couple of days ago and he was just sort of like what are we what are we about to watch like what is this i was like oh it's marcel the show with shoes on it was nominated for uh, best animated picture or something like that and so uh and uh and he was like hesitant at first or like not on board but was like okay and then at, i was like noticing his deepening hold, involvement as the up. story went on <laughs> john can i tell you within the first i'm not joking it had to have been the first three minutes of this movie i was fully invested yeah right it didn't take me long i was like all right i'm on board yeah. I could already tell. I was yeah. like, this, this is going to take me on a ride. And yeah. I'm ready. 
And it's film documentary style. It's, yep. it's a faux document, mockumentary, if you will. Yes. And uh, following this uh, this uh, person who happens to be a filmmaker has rented the, out this Airbnb where Marcel Lachelle um, and his grandmother are are inhabiting under the radar. Like they're kind of like hidden and nobody notices them because they stay out of sight whenever other people are coming in and out. They're like the borrowers essentially, just shells. Yeah, like fairies, if you will. And yeah, so- I will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, and then, um, uh, so there's this whole backstory where Marcel talks, he becomes the subject of the documentary because he's fascinating and has a fun personality, which was, <laughs> They say he's like endearing and lovely and whatever, and they deliver he, on that. He's all of those things. It's so weird. It's he's really all of good. those things. And uh, so he talks about a little bit of the backstory, um, a tragedy that has occurred uh, two years ago. Yeah. Where uh, the people who owned the place before it was an Airbnb, they were a couple who started fighting a lot. And so whenever the fighting and yelling and shouting would happen, all, there was like this big expansive community of things, yeah, little, little tiny things who would consider themselves a family and community would hide in the sock drawer until all the fighting stopped. Yes. But Which one... is also really a bummer <laughs> Yeah, because like, <laughs> if you really break that down, no joke, they go and hide in the sock drawer. It makes you think they don't have any children. These are, these essentially would be like, children who are hiding from fighting parents it does have that and it's note to it have you ever been in that situation where like oh thank god yeah i remember i was like i was at like a cousin's house like staying for a little bit and like the mom and dad the my aunt and uncle started screaming at each other at nighttime and we were just like in the room and it was like that same feeling where we're like okay we just gotta hide out for a little bit yeah it's that's so what, weird. That's why I was thinking, I was like, wow, this is actually like, it, it has like this very deep, if you look deeper into it, it's like, this is a situation where they're small things. They're, they, they don't know a lot and their only option is to hide. Yeah. And so they do to their detriment, but uh, because uh, the, the guy in this relationship that this volatile relationship, he, whenever everybody's hiding out in the sock drawer, except for Marcel and his grandmother, uh, he takes the sock drawer because he's moving out and he takes the entire family to an unknown place. And Marcel and his, his, his grandmother, Connie, uh, who's played by Isabella Rossellini and amazing. And uh, she, uh, they're left together to sort of just continue life. And it's this, sort of like this big void in, in Marcel's life that um, the community that he loves so much is gone now. Yeah. And so, and he's just doing his thing. He's just doing his thing, like uh, putting honey on his feet and to walking use up the walls. Walking up That's the walls. hilarious, John. <laughs> it's so incredible. It's like this little details, like yeah. Ah, uh, it's not only cute and adorable, but it's also really well done. It's deep. This movie actually is like it goes deep. This movie is pretty deep. Okay, so um, he's um, living his best life. And uh, so is Connie. Uh, she is basically uh, more earthy and she wears a little hat, a little gardening hat. And she's older shell. She's um, older shell. And uh, she um, has befriended the outdoor critters 
uh, like uh, worms and I'm stink actually bugs. obsessed with that they're like besties <laughs> and she helps Franny the drunk uh, bumblebee yeah so there's a bumblebee who's like an alcoholic and uh, <laughs> it keeps running into the windows the window yeah and so it's uh, like gurgling up foam dude whenever <laughs> whenever uh, Connie is like dragging her away yeah it's so funny and um uh yeah so but uh, uh marcel sees the bugs and insects as like a lesser class which is really kind of weird yeah i don't like that <laughs> come on marcel marcel but uh but isabella is like uh or connie is um sort of really into gardening and doing this stuff and harvests the food from the garden and things like that and uh but it is brought up that uh, Connie is not doing well in her old age. No. But they do love 60 Minutes. So They love 60 Minutes. They live for 60 Minutes. They, they call, call it the, it show. the show. And Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> so, let me a think. line. Uh, oh, okay. I will. Thanks. I'll mail, it's in the Just post. Just mail it to me. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but, uh, so... Um, yeah, so it's also what they used to do with their bigger community is watch 60 Minutes, especially Leslie Stahl, who, if you don't know, from 60 Minutes fame has been there forever. And also, a part of, uh, according to this movie, Leslie Stahl isn't afraid of anything. <laughs> so. Okay, here's the thing, though. It's like, it's so wild to me that, like, one of the main components of this movie was it's Leslie 60 Minutes Stahl. And Leslie Stahl. It's yeah. so random, but... It works. It works. It works because I think the story and the writers commit to that element. Like Leslie Stahl is like this idolized thing. And like you can just, and it works comedically too. Cause it's it like, really does. why would anybody think Leslie Stahl is like a hero of any kind? <laughs> but like, no, I, don't, I don't know, but it works. But yeah. So, um, uh, whatchamacallit. So yeah. So, um, the documentarian starts to put videos of Marcel being his Marcel cutesy self on YouTube and it goes viral. It's a huge hit, which reflects actual reality, but um, they find out fans find out where Marcel the shell lives and they start kind of like encroaching in on the place and making it sort of weird and, fearful for marcel like he doesn't like the notoriety and the attention. And dangerous also dangerous yeah he's afraid of unknown things he's afraid of new things he just likes his little tiny world and his little tiny things um and the through his being a subject of the documentary learns that he needs to sort of come out of his shell if you right. will right um so uh but there's a something happens where his grandmother suffers a fall and a crack on the head i okay so i wish i could remember exactly but she is on top of the washing machine and and the hamper falls over that she's in yes the hamper falls over but i can't remember why it falls over i'm not really sure it might have just like been in uh, one of those things yeah and it so, falls over and uh so she cracks her head and they put a little tiny band-aid on it yeah. So we know that she's hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> visually. I mean, you can see she's hurt visually. There's like an actual chunk of her shell missing. Yeah. There, there's like a void where her shell was. Yeah. And so, but she's also suffering with old age. So that's just like sort of the icing on yeah. the cake for her to de- her decline. Yeah. 
which it gets super real in that regard uh yeah it like her decline it's like the their relationship starts to get tumultuous because she wants to do things still yeah um and he so, just wants to protect her yeah and 60 minutes like reaches out because of the viral videos and is like leslie stall wants to interview you for and, 60 minutes but, but also don't forget that the reason why they reach out is because they make a live a live video of marcel being like if anybody knows where my family is because at this point marcel right. is trying to find the rest of his family right and the 60 minutes can connect the dots they can connect the dots so they contact them and they're like hey we want to help you find your family. We can't guarantee anything, but these things happen and we could potentially find them. Yeah. And it starts with an interview with Leslie Stahl. Yes. And it's a big sort of rift between uh, Marcel and Connie because yeah. Connie's like, yeah, like do it. I'm not going to live forever. And like, you should have adventure and uh, whatever. And then, uh, but Marcel is like adamant against not doing it because it's unsafe possibly for her. And then, uh, it's like no new things in the house and yeah they have a come to jesus at one point and connie's like look uh i don't i don't want you to use me as an excuse not to live to your live life. right to live and that was like oh whoa that hits uh-huh. <laughs> so. because it starts getting pretty deep it does and it, it's a very real thing that people deal with in life it's like yep. if you have an aging parent there is that sort of animosity that builds between the caretaker and, and the care taken. Yes. Uh, and so they definitely, and there was also the guilt on Connie's part of like being the reason why um, Marcel isn't out there and doing things that they want to do. And like, yeah. so yeah, but she just, is just like, look, you just got to do it and get it done. And he does. So he does accept the invitation and the whole crew comes on over and Leslie Stahl is in this movie, which is crazy. Right. <laughs> which is wild. Cause I don't know if you watched 60 minutes or not, but um, I don't watch it. It's a, not something I watch. Leslie Stahl has been on 60 minutes for a very long time. Yes. But it's just not <laughs> something that I'm like, you know, I really wonder what's happening on 60 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it's one of those things that you just like watch with your aging person. You know what I mean? Like it's a, yes. it's a connective tissue. If you're like a younger ish person taking care of an old elderly person in their home, they're going to want to watch 60 Minutes every Sunday night at 7. So when Leslie Stahl um, passes or leaves the job, what happens? Does it just disappear? Because isn't no, they she still just... Have a- Anderson Cooper is still on it. He does? Yeah, and like all these other little people, but Leslie Stahl is like the cornerstone. Weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, good for them, I uh, guess. Yeah. Good. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she does the interview with, uh, with Marcel. And but meanwhile, uh, something very sad occurs. John, can I be completely honest with you? Yeah. And this is embarrassing. And I'm about to tell all of you. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. I was watching this movie. I was a little bit intoxicated. Uh-huh. I was standing in my underwear in the kitchen with my tablet eating dry <laughs> crackers because I didn't want to cut, I didn't want to slice up any cheese. And <laughs> And I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the, the visual of that. It's very human. 
I started crying. Realistic. I'm not I joking was... because it started making me think of my own grandmother who I was yeah. super close with. And John, it, I actually, I hadn't, there was no other response for me. Yeah. And they build it up like, you know, it's coming, but it's but still, when it happens, it's a tear jerky moment, which is crazy. I did. Cause you're I... watching, you're watching a shell with an eye and it still manages dry saltines. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like trying to swallow up them tears to get some hydration right. in there yeah right yeah so there you all are um but also just to so my partner at this point has not gotten up from the couch <clears throat> to break away from this movie at all i meanwhile have gotten several snacks from the kitchen <laughs> so, i didn't move like, from it and i'm like watching it but like but yeah the uh my partner who was like uh uh watching this movie and skeptical at first and was like what are we watching this is like fully like oh my god you can like tell going through an emotional moment in and the like, scene yeah and John, so can i tell you i actually thought about that yeah i was gonna tell you because i didn't know when you watched it and i was like if dak oh, if oh. You're part- <laughs> but, but at the same time like i was also sort of like wary of it as well it's like i know yeah. this might deal with like yeah the issue but at the same time, it was like tracking it in a very sort of beautiful way, it, if I might say. John, they did it so well. They handled it so yeah. well. And sort of like, um. so whenever she passes, it just doesn't show her. It's very artistically done, I'd say. Yeah. Through a ladybug that land that finds its way inside and right. lands on the window. And so she sort of becomes distracted by the ladybug and follows the ladybug off into the mist where she disappears. It's like, it's, which I love that it's like a mist, but it's also, you can tell it's like the dust flecks and the rays of sun coming in. So it's like, yeah. creates this, it creates this haze that she- Like this magical haze. Right. Which is cute and yeah. And sad. And what had the word poignant, is that it? I would say so. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and so she, he, Marcel realizes that she has passed away and is in grief for a while. And um, I loved when it was raining outside. He was in the garden and the that stink beetle, bug comes by. The stink bug comes by and he makes the stink bug go away because at this point he's like, I can't do anything for you. She's gone. She's not coming back. And the stink bug flies away and Marcel sits down while it's raining and that bug comes back and sits next to him. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> same, same Z's. Cause it's also like whenever somebody's going through grief, they're going to say things they don't mean and be angry. Yep. And that bug came back and, and you don't have to sat there and consult it. doesn't say it. anything. Nope. It's just there. It sat there with Marcel because it knew. Yeah. Insane. I don't, you know what? This movie's, <laughs> this movie's crazy. <laughs> it's so great. And it's such an unexpected vessel for like real life, real life shit. Yeah. Which is, I think a really smart choice on the writer and the director's uh, POV. It's like, how do you 100% use, agree. how do you use a little tiny animated shell to express a really intrinsically relatable life things? Yep. Crazy. It is. So they then, have they have her little funeral, Connie's funeral, and I think one of the, my favorite details, and it's just a small detail, is when um, when Marcel has Dean, is that his name, Dean, paint mm-hmm. his red shoes black. 
right in honor i think it <laughs> i just think it's one of those small details where marcel's like i'm going to go and have this funeral for my for my nan yeah um and then they painted the shoes black with a sharpie it's because they live in this tiny world and it's just like these I don't, it's so crazy how they, it's really creative. I would say, yeah, like it utilizes the environment. It's very specific. The the way they blend like live action with animation is just Mm -hmm. so good. Very, very good. I would say it's so good. Also like long story short, we do get into the other, the larger storyline of like finding the community in 360 minutes. They find, they track down, where the the man who took the sock drawer went and they go there and um through the girlfriend that he had broken up with and they start getting into a fight in that house in that new house and uh marcel has the epiphany like oh the sock drawer because of the yelling and so yeah. goes to the sock drawer and the entire community is still there and so he's reunited they are brought back to the airbnb house where they are just like skating on dust yep skating on dust <laughs> and, uh, and uh marcel is um has a bittersweet moment where he goes up to the laundry room where his grandmother would always wander down to and uh goes to the window and while there has a new experience which is um the wind goes through his the hollow point of his shell and makes a sound yep and then he's like, uh, she, the memory of her, like led him there and to experience something new, a new feeling, a new sensation. Right. So he's learned that lesson to embrace the new. And um, yeah. And there was a line there that really it, got me at the end. It was about her. It, it, I know exactly what you're saying. I know was, exactly which line you're talking about. It was like, about. it was like, if, if I weren't standing right here in this particular moment, when that wind went by, um, that sound wouldn't have happened or yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's to the extent of like like that you're, they worded a lot better. (laughs) They do, but you're, but I know what you mean. And it's basically just being like, you're where you're supposed to be at that moment. And then he also goes on to say something like, and I like the sound that I make whenever I'm blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. I like the sound that I'm making in the world at this time. Yes. So that was interesting. Yes. These profound little moments. With a little shell. With a tiny little shell with Marcel the shell with shoes on. And that's essentially it. Yeah. And like, that's essentially it. It's simple. It's, it's deep. Um, deep. The world is very funny and cute and whimsical and cute i would it say it is it is very whimsical i mean you have pretzels and cheetos and a tampon <laughs> yeah a tampon there it's crazy <laughs> and it's it deals with just like really core humanistic things yep. and and just like a little story yep starring isabella rossellini as the grandma which i couldn't get over i was like what's happening yeah it's it's <laughs> so. it's, it's pretty wild yeah, because she, have you ever watched her YouTube channel from back in the day? No. Isabella Rossellini, or I don't know, if, she probably just put them on YouTube. I don't know if they were made for YouTube, but she has a whole series of like, of um, animals uh, or bugs, insects mating. And I feel like that's probably why they chose her for this or approached her for it, because she's like in this like live action studio stage and she is a snail. 
<laughs> say what she's a snail she's like i don't know you haven't seen those it's like no she's like in this crazy like weird art department like makeshift snail like there's this giant I... cell and she's like the body of the snail coming out and she's God, like i have to watch this teaching about um how insects and bugs mate that has to be the reason why they chose her yeah <laughs> okay and there's well, also where she plays a spider in one i believe too i'm yeah. watching these i'm i'm absolutely watching they're these. really good and she has her like iconic isabella Rossellini voice oh good and, and well stuff. i'm here for it anyway but that's marcel the shell shoes on what did you think john i i'm not joking i i couldn't recommend this to more people right i couldn't recommend this movie to more people i don't know what else to say i feel bad rating it because like i don't even know how to rate something like this it doesn't seem yeah it hits every single point for me i wouldn't say i'm not gonna say this movie is a 10 because i don't really feel like rating it i don't know how to rate it yeah. i might give it an eight because like the cheetos and the tampon took me out a little bit because i wanted everybody to be a shell a tiny when I was, shell with shoes on yeah when i was thinking of the community as being like in like i wasn't thinking yeah. like literal inanimate objects i was thinking they were <laughs> shells like with Same. shoes and an eyeball and so the cheetos and the pretzels and that i'm not joking the tampon it made me laugh but i was also like this is so out of left field yeah and it, and it took me a bit out of the fantasy so if i were to rate it i'd give this movie a very high eight i'm not gonna yeah. get a nine but i'd give it like a high high eight i would i would uh i would venture to give it a nine because um <sighs> mm. Okay, so yeah, I would give it a nine despite um, the fact that I, for some reason, was led to believe that Marcel would go on a grander journey. However, I did love the way that they took the movie. Like, it was just in the, it was basically just in that Airbnb. And because what I thought was going to happen was the mom was going to die, like, more toward, I mean, the grandma was going to die, like, more towards the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and he would be alone. And he would be alone and compelled to go and seek out his community that was taken away. That's not and, a bad, that's not and then we would have like what direction it could have gone. Right, because we would have like Marcella show with shoes on in real world situations. Which would have been super entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess like that's kind of expected, I suppose, and has been done a lot. I did uh, like that it was in the confines of the house because that house yeah. is so huge. And for them, the fact that Connie had an accent coming from the garage just tells you like how the, shell, the shell's not is, prepared. No, the shell, this is the entire world. And there was a moment, like I liked whenever like the documentarian puts Marcel on his dashboard of his car and on top of the map and they're like was going through and he starts throwing up all the time. He's like, oh, sorry. It's like, <laughs> I'm was, so sorry. Do you want to know? But then he sees how big the world actually yep. is and it scares him. Do you want to know what I loved? There was a line that Marcel said to Dean um, about him opening up, opening up and him saying like, don't you think that you could have a more meaningful relationship if you stopped recording and just lived? Right, exactly. Because and Marcel said this to, to Dean and I was like, that is, it's so true of the world today. We yeah. all live in our phones and there isn't any real communication anymore. Uh, yeah, because you're experiencing 
um, the world uh, in an electronic way, in yeah. sort of an imagined way. You have imagined friends uh, through social media. Uh, you feel connected to people who you really don't have any connection with. Yeah. And uh, so if you just get out there and talk to people and make more meaningful connections, like, yep. Yeah. I think about that a lot too. It made like that hit home for me. I was like, Whoa, I was like, true. That's so true. Like when's the last time, like how many, how many people do I actually talk to in person? I don't talk to anyone in person except for you. And it's over zoom, which is digital <laughs> still because electronic. we live too far away. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. And like meaningful, meaningful. I'm yeah. not saying I don't talk to people on a daily basis. Cause I do. Right. Because the documentarian, the documentarian is like observing people and not actually connecting. Yeah. And that's what it is. So, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I like out that. of, out of eight, or no, out of 10, um, out of 10 stolen inhalers, this is an, a very high eight for me only because I was taken out of the fantasy by them not all being shells. Yeah. I really, I'm not joking. It could have been perfect had they all been shells. Interesting note. Interesting take. Because here's the thing. When, I, when they said community, I automatically yeah. assumed with Connie and Marcel that the rest of the community were all shells. And I was so interested to see the rest of these shells. And then when he started showing the drawings and one of the drawings that he was showing of the people was a peanut. And I was like, what? And I was like, this yeah. is just, he's terrible at drawing. Sorry, so, sorry. There's these two crows outside my window. I don't know if you can hear them. No, I can't. <laughs> They're on the line They're They have been, okay. They have discovered the mulberry tree and the mulberry fruit and they are possessive. Oh, it's these two crows, a mate, and they are currently picking off mulberries one by one and eating them, uh, but they will not share it with the squirrels. And they are they are squawking and they won't share it with anybody else. And I I'm just pretty can't... sure they're I'm pretty sure they're eating them off of the the ground as well because all, all the mulberries go down. I don't know if they're fermented or what, but these things seem wasted. <laughs> Like they are crazy. I think that's for just these general, general crow behavior. And they are so funny to me. And like, those are incredibly smart. They're so intelligent. Yeah. Corvids. They have like a whole vocabulary, but They're anyway, so smart this morning, they were like squawk and chasing off any other crows and any other squirrels that would come into the, into the vicinity of this giant mulberry tree, which it's, it's fruiting and shedding the fruit. And I feel very lucky that these crows have landed on the I wire hear the, i do hear them they say quack, quack, quack. they're so loud they are wild they're so happy they discovered the tree i'm happy for them I know, and that's the and that's marcel the shell with shoes on yeah. <laughs> what were you saying sorry i was like what oh no it's totally good i just i just made my peace with the movie yeah the i movie... made my peace with the movie and being taken out of the fantasy with the inanimate objects yeah, I wasn't as connected. I wasn't connected to the community overall, I would say, because um, yes, we see him reunited, but I feel like it was more so it could have done without like the family that had been taken away. It could have just been a story between him and his grandma. Like there really didn't need to be like the need for community theme. I so the thing it is, it like, didn't pay off for me, is what I'm saying. I'm, I, I can agree with yeah. you on that, but also. I did like that that was kind of like the core. The core was 
the grandma and Marcel and Marcel needing to live his life and getting that was the whole story. Yeah. So I do like that at the end of it, you only see the family for a short minute of time because it's not about them. It's about Marcel. Almost to the point that it could have been without the whole family. Yeah, They could have had it without. I agree. Um, I did like that they showed up, but I also don't like that they weren't all shells. And that is why I'm giving this an eight. Cause I'm like, girl, you made yeah. me cry. And then you're giving me a dusty I know, Cheeto, right? You gave me a dusty Cheeto, a dusty Cheeto as I'm your community. <laughs> no, the, no, <laughs> it's not working. Um, but yeah, even, even, uh, my partner was, uh, so that he was also like a move to the point of almost tears. I literally, I especially whenever like especially whenever the the grandma isabella rossellini i have to say it every single time um uh was like leveling with him and was just like you have to live your life and you can't use me as an excuse not to live yours and i i heard that and i was just like you said you said Uh, listen, you guys, uh, for those of you who haven't watched it and are going to watch it, I recommend it. You might not cry. I cried during Honey, I Shrunk the Kids when the ant died, when the yeah. scorpion killed it. That is, and so, that is sad. I actually, I went to my parents' <laughs> bedroom and I cried into the mattress. <laughs> I wasn't eating crackers that time or in my underwear, but we all yeah. know. The most relatable character in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is the ant. ant. I know. <laughs> it's such a bummer, dude. They cannot do this to children. I mean, that if there's one cheap way to make children cry is have like the the animal in a movie die. Uh, or an adult who just clearly can't get it together. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so let, no, let's go uh, to RottenTomatoes.com. Yeah, the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I don't know how many minutes we are into this episode yet. Who cares? But um, so it does get a 98%. It almost got a hundred in of the critics tomatometer. Yeah. I wonder why they knocked the 2% off. You think it was the Cheetos and pretzels? Um, Probably the peanut. I mean, at this point you have to really nitpick the movie to discount it. Anything. There's nothing super duper glaring. There's nothing wrong with this movie. These crows are insane. They are high wiring on on this electrical wire, trying to get as close as they can because the wire cuts through the tree a little bit. Yeah. They are trying to not fall off of this (laughs) wire while scooting closer and closer to leaves where they have mulberries. Do they remind you of like Disney characters? They do, and I feel like they might be drunk off of the fermented ones that have landed on the ground and <laughs> they rotted. Prob- they bit. probably are. They're insane. But anyway, they're so rotten. To- anyway, rotten tomatoes <laughs> gave it a ninety-eight. <laughs> what is the audience score? Uh, the audience score is ninety, so pretty good. I think it was a. Cl- I think it's a pleaser overall. It is. This is a good movie. It's good. This is a very good movie. Is it the best? No, but it's unexpectedly great for a show about a little tiny shell with shoes on right i i truly love it i'm not joking i know maybe i shouldn't give it an eight i'm not changing my score i'm no, mad no, about no, no. i'm mad about the pretzels and the cheetos dude for real. no you know what you said you should totally stick to your guns and i echo i'm that sticking to well. my guns i, I was like wait are like these that. like cousins and things like how right. i don't even understand like just mm-hmm. be just be shells just be shells that's what i want i would have given this a 10 but that yeah true that truly disappointed me yeah but, but whatever, anyway. that's a writer's choice. And I think the writing was incredible. 
despite Good. all of it, yeah. I thought that writing, the direction, I thought it yeah. was all great. So yeah. watch this movie, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Do it. I think uh, it's worth the watch. It feels like something to watch with the family. It is. Or and, uh, by yourself. Yeah. If you just want a little bit of a cry. Yeah. If you need to cry, <laughs> uh, do it. Uh, but it was, it was great. It was good. Um, I recommend. And Highly. If Marcel wants to come on the show, we would be more than happy. I would love to Marcel to come on the show. Invite him and to be here or yeah. via, or via zoom. Right. Or whatever. We would love to interview and get to know what you're up to since the documentary yeah since the documentary was released what have you been at what's marcel up to now yeah what's coming down the pipe uh any uh cool projects now that you're a celebrity we would love to know about yeah so yeah. and that's it we did it we Travis did it again i mean we talked, talked a lot about, about horror in the beginning uh <laughs> but we did get to this because we just do be loving me a goth and horror movies I and know. we hate the snubs snubs Make, Make a category because here's the thing, and we'll get back. We're going to close this out. This is my closer. I really want the Oscars to come up with a horror category because I truly think that given the opportunity for people to make these elevated horror movies, we could get so many good horror movies that actually go to the Oscars and have a chance to compete. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. And it would also change the genre in a lot of ways because it would. It's hard to get a horror finance on an independent level, but if it, lended to prestige like a it hope could, of an award um it would it would spin off into a lot more um an evolution of horror i would say i, I think it would be incredible so that's how we're closing out marcel the shell make uh, make the oscar scary again make the oscar scary again <laughs> i would say but um with that everybody uh travis do we tell everybody just remember oh right right call to action call to just action. remember you can follow us at Instagram, on Instagram at Mean Girls Interrupted. Don't follow us on Twitter. Twitter's a scam and a joke. Uh, Twitter's horrible. Don't go there. Um, also, you can go to our website at MeanGirlsInterrupted.com and find everything you need, which is our email, our social media links. Also, don't forget to go to Apple. Give us five stars. Give us a review. You can say whatever you want in there. You can say doo-doo pee-pee pants, and that would be great. It doesn't even <laughs> we matter. We would love it. We it doesn't even matter. It. We just need a review from you saying yeah. why you love us. And um, we're and the uh, John told you about the um, uh, it was a prize that we we're offering. Yes, so yes, yes. We're, that prize still it's the still on the table. The sweepstakes is definitely still going. We will still there burn your still car time. for you. Yes, there is still time to enter, and the way yes. you enter yep. is you you like, comment, you rate, you review, you subscribe on YouTube, and then yes. you also follow us on Instagram. Wait, not only do you have to follow, you have to comment, you have to yep. like, you got to mm -hmm. do the things. You got to get our attention enough to respond back to you. Yep. And then and that's we'll the come to your house and we'll burn everything you own. In and your we'll car. burn it down. <laughs> and we, will, uh, we won't check to make sure you're inside or outside. No, because that's on you. Yeah. It's just going to happen uh, whenever you least expect it. Yep. And uh, we'll be filming the whole thing and good luck. Yeah. Good luck. And, and don't. And we're not going to say it because of demonetization. Also, I don't know if it's trademarked or not. No, but, uh, true. Ugh, they would. But they anyway, would. so everybody, we're going to have to see you at the movies. Roll the credits, Franny, you drunk, bumbling, bumblebee bitch.
Marcel yeah. the shell with shoes on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>